Do you like exclusive stuff? Yes, yes sir. sir. Do you like having access to your favourite podcast hosts in a way like never before? Yeah, absolutely. Do you wish you had access to our old Survivor Oz episodes that you can't find anywhere else online? Oh, yeah. If you answered yes to one, two or all of those questions, then get excited because the Oz Network is now on Patreon. <laughs> That's right, your favourite podcast has jumped on the Patreon bandwagon to enable a better listening experience for you, our listener. For more details, simply head to www.patreon.com forward slash oznetwork where you can sign up for as little as $3 a month. It'll be the best decision you make since that last bad one you made. You're listening to the Oz Movies Podcast, only on the Oz Network. We're so sorry you have to join us today on the Oz Network for Bad Movie Month as we talk about 2019's counter-programming to The Rise of Skywalker, and somehow they made it worse than The Rise of Skywalker. We're talking about Cats, the one, long, one of the longest-running Broadway musicals of all time from the genius that is Andrew Lloyd Webber, and we get Judy Dench as a singing cat. Um, I don't know what else to say other than I apologize. I'm sorry. <laughs> this was my call. <laughs> and let's start by saying my name is Colin and this is the worst movie we have ever covered. Like not one of the worst movies. This is the worst movie we have ever covered. The single worst movie we have ever covered. Not Jiggly, not the Emoji Movie, not Swept Away, not Catwoman. This is the single worst movie we have ever covered on the Oz Network. Cats. I just said the Oz Network because there's one we've covered on a different show, which is worse than this. But uh, <laughs> anyway, and my name is Ben, and this is my 997th episode of the Oz Network, and this is the first time I legitimately don't want to be here today. So <laughs> this is it. This is the one. Like I would, I would read. Let's do Emoji Movie Redux, Dirty Dancing Redux. I'm down. Let's fucking go. <laughs> Commentaries. This. I, I, I literally have a pen in my hand that I want to stick in my asshole and then lick the shit <laughs> off it. That is the extent of how little I want to be here right now. This is torture. This is oh. this is this is worse than listening to the Beatles without headphones. Uh, this is <laughs> James Bond joke. Listen to Double Seven. This is worse than having sex with Colin. This is worse than having sex with me. This is worse what, than having sex it, with Max what, Dawson. I was well. I was going to say, what is this like in comparison to attending a Max Dawson Survivor class? But you went even okay. further. To comp- let's say how bad this movie is, all right? Max Dawson is Brian Heideck of Survivor and Cats <laughs> is, like, there. That That's how good, like, Max is compared to Cats. That's saying something. Max has probably got Cats living in his beard, right? <laughs> he looks like he smells, let's be honest. I've met Max Dawson and he's a bit stinky. But, like, this is I just... I'm wasting all the time of this episode so we don't have to talk about the fucking movie, all right? How's your day, Colin? How's Casper been this week? Oh, this was a painful experience sitting through this movie. Uh, and I'm, I'm still glad we're covering it because the whole point of Bad Movie Month is to find the worst movie. Uh, and I was doubtful whether, kind of like you were saying with Moody 43, why is this called the worst movie of all time? I was doubtful. I'm like, Cats, I'm sure it's bad, but can it be that bad? I mean, this is Tom Hooper. This is the director of... The King's Speech and Les Mis and uh, what was that um, Paul Giamatti miniseries? Oh, he's half Australian. I apologize, world. (laughs) But, like, this is a guy that made John Adams and and Les Mis. I mean, he's proved he could do a musical. Uh, And I I never saw Cats. I'm actually not opposed to music. I've seen Phantom of the Opera a couple times. I've seen Wicked more than once. I've seen Les Mis a couple of times. I, I like good musicals. I like Andrew Lloyd Webber. Um, I've never seen Cats and Cats it always sort of had that reputation where it was like the popular musical that everybody still mocked. You know, it, it, it was, it was the Aquaman of Broadway musicals. The where Oz Network. It's the Oz Network of Broadway musicals. It was something that people would go see it. It's always one of the longest running shows. It has a fan base, but yet if you want to take a shot at something, you take a shot at cats. So why they were compelled to make a movie of this, I don't know. Why they're compelled to make this movie, I'm even more confused about why an Academy Award, two weeks in a row, we've got an Oscar winner <laughs> directing one of the worst movies ever made. Uh, and I'm going to say it right now, Peter or Bobby Fairley, whoever did movie 43, you can keep your undeserving Oscar for a green card. Tom Hooper, you give it back for the King's speech. You don't deserve bring that book. anymore. Colin, bring book. 
Come on. What did Green I call it? Card? <laughs> Green card. <laughs> the sequel. That's the other one. <laughs> yes. God, don't be Max Dawson and make a mistake in life by being alive. Um, <laughs> I, like, the thing, the biggest surprise to me from this film is that when it was released, the shit that it got, and everyone was like, oh, it's, this movie's bad. This movie's terrible. <laughs> well, like, how is this being? I'm like, have you seen the musical? I have twice. I've told this story before, but I'll give a quick background on it. I was working at the Mercury. They did this big Australian production of Cats. We had Delta Goodrum, who's a big A-lister in Australia. She was like the um, the Jennifer Hudson, Grizabella, whatever her name is. So it was, you know, she's the one who sings memories. This was promoted the shit out of. So I had to fly to Sydney to go, like, interview a bunch of the cast for the newspaper, and then they I got to see the show in Sydney. I'm like, oh, cool, free work trip. Why not? I sat there watching this, and I'm going, like, okay, what the fuck is happening right now? Because the musical is shit. Then I had to see it again when I came to Hobart because I got free tickets. I gave them to my mother and my sister and my sister was, oh, I don't want to go tonight. And then my mum's like, oh, Ben, please come. And I'm like, oh, fine. So I saw it again. And, like, I admit I've never been a massive musical person, but I've grown to like them. Like, fan of the opera, love Phantom of the Opera. Uh, just when I was living in New York, I saw five Broadway shows, loved every single one of them. They were great. And there's just something about it. Wicked, yeah, it's fine. Like, you know, whatever. But, like, the thing with musicals is that, for the most part, it's 75% singing, 25% dialogue. You know, there's a story, there's a plot, there's things in it that even if you don't like it, you can get to it. Cats, the musical, has no talking. It is literally singing everything. And if somebody to this day, over 30 years later, can tell me the plot of this fucking play and musical and movie, <laughs> I will I will give you, like, there's Jellicles, there's, there's fucking <laughs> Mr. Rum Tum Tugger, there's fucking whatever and whatever. Like, literally... This movie is the play pretty much shot for shot with an extra song. And then if you think life can't get any worse, you're sitting down on Friday night on your couch watching Cats by yourself in Hobart, (laughs) Taylor Swift shows up. And, like, to you who, what, Prince and Janet Jackson and Halle Berry and Natalie Portman, that to me is Taylor Swift. Fuck off, Taylor Swift. Like, you could put Madonna in this film and I'm still going to hate it. Like, seriously, this movie is just... I did a shit tonight. Did a couple. <laughs> More entertaining coming out of my butthole, a poo, than this. Yeah, I agree. The worst we've s- ever covered on the Oz Network, still not as bad as our Oz. And we're still waiting to hear Jamie's answer, though, about... Come on, Jamie, talk to me about pooping. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know if I'd say this is worse than Zardoz, because I actually, I found myself appreciating that there were things in Zardoz that we could laugh at, even if it's for the wrong reasons, and Zardoz there's nothing to laugh at in this. This is this is so bad. And I'm so glad you said not being able to explain. I actually came into this expecting, I'm like, well, I'm going to do an experiment here. I consider myself a fairly smart person, okay? Especially when it comes to movies. I'm way not smarter than son. Ben. <laughs> exactly. I can't pick locks at the age of six. But uh, I, I I consider myself smart enough to figure out the plots of movies that I know Ben's not going to be able to figure out the plot out. I, I, I could somewhat wrap my head around Zardoz's plot. I had no clue. I still have no clue. I have a guess as to what this movie's about. And I was going to run it by you, hoping because you'd it's, seen the musical twice, you'd be able to confirm or deny. But I don't think anybody's going to be able to do that. Yeah, I mean, when I saw Macbeth, I, you know, I'm glad I read the synopsis because watching Macbeth, I didn't understand a word of it, you know, just staring at Daniel Craig's ass. But at least by reading the plot, like there, even reading the plot here, like literally, like I remember when I saw it, I read it and I still couldn't get it. It's, it's basically borders down to, a cat gets dumped on the street. There's a bunch of magical jellical fucking cats who are about to se- select the what one. What is jellical? I'm so sick of that don't word. Know. A disease you catch in London or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, this is Rebel- like a cat STD or something. You catch Rebel Wilson. There she is. Um, <laughs> and like they've got to choose the one, which basically is going to float off in a balloon or something like that. And then there's an evil cat who takes things. I don't fucking know, Colin. It's, it's people dressed as fucking cats. And like the the. <laughs> The makers of this movie don't understand the size of cats. Like, I'm a cat person. I like I I like dogs, don't get me wrong, but I am a cat person. Love cats. Cats are probably my favorite animal. I have cats. I've got two cats. They live in different countries. Great, whatever. They are, I love them to bits. This movie makes me not like cats just a little bit less than I already love cats. Like, and then and I love that that'd be like if Natalie Portman did something so bad that I'm like, oh, I don't like Natalie Portman. That's a big fucking deal for me to not like cats a little bit less than that. So, like, this is an insult to a cat. 
Like, I'm sorry. Like, I want to go to every cat in the world and apologize to them. Andrew Lloyd Webber, smart man. But, like, this, like, what was he smoking this night? I, he doesn't seem like a drug user, but I reckon he was on drugs. I reckon he's staring uh, at a cat, smoking a fucking blunt, fucking being like, hey, man, fucking what if they were jellical things, right? Yeah. Memories, yeah, good s- song. Gives me a bit of chills. It- but outside of that, <laughs> shit. Sorry, I'm rambling because this movie sucks. Uh, I'm trying to figure it out. This is not the weirdest musical ever made because there is one I thought. No, because I thought that there was it was Andrew Lloyd Webber did it, but it wasn't. Andrew, oh, no, it was Andrew Lloyd Webber. Andrew Lloyd Webber made a musical called Starlight Express, which is essentially Thomas the Train uh, <laughs> on roller skates in a disco type musical. Um, Makes so, more sense in this. Exactly. I was going to say, I will watch Starlight <laughs> Express over Cats again. Um, I, I don't know what Jellicle is. I, I'm so tired of the word Jellicle. The, the singing thing isn't that bad because, yeah, you, you say there's a 7525. I mean, Les Mis, I think, is probably closer to like 90% singing, 10% dialogue, if not even more than that. But yet you can figure out a story. The singing is telling a story. This is just random songs and random dancing and no characters. Um, I will say this, though. I, I watched this movie out of curiosity to see Judy Dench as a cat, Ian McKellen as a cat, Idris Elba as a cat. As much as I hate this movie, somehow Idris Elba is still cool as a cat. <laughs> That's the, the one weird thing about this movie. I feel embarrassed for every other actor in this movie, but Idris Elba, I'm like, he pulls it off. Good for you, man. <laughs> you somehow can pull off being a cat in cat. Idris, Idris Elba can pull me off anytime. I'll just say that. Uh, a Jellicle Cat is a fictional type of feline from T.S. Eliot's 1939 light poetry book, Old Possum's Book of Practical Cats. There you go. <laughs> That is what a jellical cat is. Um, just want to also say that we don't have a very good track record on this uh, show with movies with the word cat in it for bad movie month. <laughs> Catwoman, Cat in the Hat, and Cats. And also oh. James Corden is uh, two for two now from the title of worst movie of all time at the time of recording, <laughs> right? Like this and the Emoji movie. I, I don't dislike James Corden. As I said in the Emoji movie, he's hit and miss. You can take him sometimes and mm-hmm. other times he's a pain in the ass. But fucking hell, mate, stop acting. Just stick to your carpool karaoke. Like, Jesus. <laughs> and Rebel uh, Wilson, I, ugh. Yeah, th- that was the moment where I'm like, I know Ben's going to love this. When I actually had to tweet out, Rebel Wilson is scratching her balls in a movie. Uh, these aren't even anatomically correct cats. None of these cats have balls, even the male cats. Like, was I need to see some balls on these cats. There was something around buttholes in this movie. Didn't they have to, like, digitally <laughs> remove the buttholes from cats because Did of they? course defense? Oh, yeah, there's some, there's some controversy around the bum holes of well, the cats like, in this th- movie. There's a lot of controversy about this movie, particularly with Tom, people. Tom Hopper's gotten a lot of the, the criticism for this movie because he didn't understand visual effects. But, like, this movie's cursed one way or the other. Um, th- this was the one of these movies like Sonic the Hedgehog that when the trailer came out, it got so much criticism. And I keep calling him Tom Hopper. I actually think it's Tom Hooper. Uh, but sorry, Tom yeah, Hooper. Whatever. But- <laughs> he fucking directed Cats. Don't apologize. He deserves to apologize to us. But, like, this movie corrected itself so many times. I can understand, like, people are criticizing Tom Hooper because he kept pressuring them about the effects. I'm like, he was on the right track there because this movie's trailer was considered disastrous because the effects were so bad, kind of like She-Hulk. But unlike She-Hulk, they released, they they said, we're going to correct the movie. And then they released it. And then they somehow decided to re-release it later on saying, we know the effects still sucked. We're going to re-release it again in a few days and there'll be better effects. Like, this movie is not a, a Tom Hooper problem. This is just a problem with trying to make humans into cats. Like I would have rather than just done furry suits than to do this weird CGI hybrid thing. It's just awful. Um, getting into the movie here, I'm going to try to make sense of this plot based on my notes, but nothing in this movie makes sense to me. Uh, we get the cat. Lit- <laughs> literally the movie starts with the cat out of the bag. Uh, I, I will say uh, <laughs> you had your sexy horse. I think this is a sexy cat here. This Victoria cat. <laughs> There's a sexy cat, right? <laughs> is that the I, point of her character? I, w- I want to call her derp face cat because, like, for the entire movie, she's literally walking around going, oh, oh look at everything around me. Oh, well, and, yeah, and I, and I actually, I think that's kind of the point of the character. It's supposed to be, like, she's dropped in this world of other magical cats and stuff like that. And, but, like, it's the point of view character. But this character means nothing in the movie. Your lead character, you give her this introduction, and I'm like, okay, so it's going to be her story. It has yeah. nothing to do with her. Which, I mean, having seen the musical, I knew the big plot twist. I knew who was going to be the balloon cat, and I knew it was going to be fucking Jennifer Hudson. <laughs> um, so, spoiler alert. But, um, yeah, this. I mean, I look, I'm probably more into horses than cats, um, you know, uh, just yeah. me. <laughs> well, 
I, I have my first bit of confusion that you've already cleared up. So you seeing the musical twice has helped you be the smart one here because I wrote down when they did this big song number about how cats are supposed to have three names and they keep saying Jellicle Cat. I'm like, okay, so they're calling her Jellicle. That's their name for her. Totally wrong already. So I already missed the boat on that. Um, we get uh, Rebel Wilson scratching her balls in a musical number. <laughs> Not acting, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I, I find it really bizarre where she takes her skin off. She's got a dress on underneath, yeah. like against the musical. But like, it's just when when you're in, if you're in a musical where you know everybody's wearing cats, which is one thing. This is one of the problems where you're trying to make it photorealistic and you're, you want people to believe these are real cats. When you see her peel off her skin, you just want to throw up. And it's not because it's Rebel Wilson. It's because it's gross idea. Mainly it's because a gross it's Rebel visual. Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I don't hate Rebel Wilson like Ben does. Um, I, I could see she's just being Rebel Wilson in this. Uh, but, you know, it's it's just, it's a bizarre musical number. I don't know why she's scratching her balls. There's a part where her tail is her microphone and it looks like she's got a dick hanging up. Uh, it's weird. <laughs> I don't that dick. Uh. <laughs> Rebel Wilson's dick. That way just, she does have balls. Um I tried to get my chill. I'm going, what do the kids think of this? The twins were with Casper was at school, but the twins are with me. So I'm like, okay, Remy, come here. And I'm like, look, it's cats. And he's looking at it. He goes, cats. And mm-hmm. then he comes back later and he looks at the screen. Obviously he forgot. I told him the cat. He goes, monkeys. <laughs> he couldn't even identify what the animal was. So I'm like, Casey, come here. So I show Casey. I hold the phone up to him as it's playing. And it's a singing thing. It's song and dance. I think it might've even been the, the Jason Derulo scene that comes up Aww. here, which by the way, I don't, I'm not a Jason Derulo fan, but he's the oh. one person in this movie who gives a good singing performance. Like, release this as a single. This is a good song. And he he really gives it his all. I, right. I've seen praise for Taylor Swift in this movie. There's oh. no praise for him. He's the only one I think that actually gives it his all in this movie. Taylor Swift could have been in movie 43 last week and took an a sh- <laughs> taken a shit over Anna Faris and she gets praise. This is why I, part of the reason why I hate her. She can do no wrong. Like, she's done a lot of wrong. Listen to 98% yeah. of her music. Um... <laughs> But, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. Jason, I mean, yeah, this is what I was going to say. Like, don't ever bag me out for my music taste. You don't like Jason Derulo? Come off it. Well, I didn't say I dislike him. I said I'm not, like, a fan or anything, you know? But Jason I like him here. This is good. Like uh, but, yeah, yeah so during his musical number, I'm showing Casey the phone, and I'm like, look, cats. And he's just staring. Like, I, no joke. It went on for probably 30 seconds of him staring. Just blank stare. He can't take his eyes off it. Then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Whack, slaps the phone right out of my hand across the room. <laughs> Correct response to seeing cats. Doesn't Slap even it say a word. Doesn't even say a word. Slaps the phone out of my hands and just walks away calmly. <laughs> I'm telling you now, if somebody said to me, Ben, let's watch cats, I'd slap him in the face. Man, woman, <laughs> child, elderly, black, white, gay, straight, wouldn't care. Call it a hate crime. Max Dawson tweeted Cat, out. dog, hamster, <laughs> fish. Fucking Madonna says it to me. Nah, fuck off. <laughs> ben, you can hang out with me for the rest of your life if you watch Cats. No, sorry, done. Thank you. Bye-bye. No way. Uh, my next bit of notes here, this is where I start to figure out the plot. Jennifer <laughs> Hudson is very sad for some reason because she's no longer the glamorous cat. She's, she's, she's yesterday's news, I guess. Uh, James Corden comes in, and in case this movie didn't tell you, he's the other fat one. <laughs> They're constantly fat shaming Rebel Wilson and James Corden in this movie. Um, Idris Elba is the evil villain. He's trying to turn Rebel Wilson to the dark side because he wants more minions, but it's actually something else I figured out later on. And minions uh, are a winner. <laughs> <laughs> this is minions. Casper would have loved this one. Um, we get some great classy Andrew Lloyd Webber humor in this movie while James Corden crotches himself (laughs) in a movie from Academy Award winning director, Tom Hooper. He crotches himself on camera. Um, James Corden is tricked into the garbage sewers by Idris Elba uh, because again, I think he's assembling his army here of all the outcast cats, uh, but that's not the plot. Uh, and Idris Elba has the ability to disappear into thin air. Which is a move. Like, I don't remember that being in the musical, but... Well, because people can't do it on stage. Well, they do something like that on stage. You can't kill a person with a chandelier on stage, but they did it on stage at Phantom of the Opera. Come on. Uh, Also happening in this movie, sexy Victoria Cat is being shown somebody's bedroom, which she proceeds to destroy, rip up. Uh, I do have a funny cat story. I think I've probably told it. Do you before whether it was you on air or off air? Cats are all been waiting. <laughs> all these episodes. We, we had we had a we had a cat. Uh, we actually we we got the cat. We didn't go out of our way to get the cat, but 
we we got a house and the owner said listen we can't take the cat with us to the new place would you keep this cat and we took we took the cat so this cat tucker was basically the family cat that none of us wanted uh, my brother kind of like this cat though my 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 you had a tucker cat as well no, I said I'll have Tucker. Poor Tucker. Oh, okay. <laughs> he, he oh, hang on, Jamie's replied. I haven't tell you a story. Oh, Jamie's wait, wait. replied. The, the, uh, based on last, last week. week. <laughs> 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 Took her a week to reply. I've been sitting here for a week waiting. <laughs> Sorry, continue your story about Tucker. I want to learn more about Tucker. Uh, okay, so so Tucker, he was kind of skittish. Like we feel like at some point in the past, somebody hadn't treated this cat nicely. So for years, it would it would always be jumpy around people. It liked my brother. My brother left his door open so the cat would just come sleep in his room. Now my brother went to visit a friend in. Saskatchewan, I don't know, somewhere, Saskatoon, Regina, who knows. Uh, but he was there <laughs> for like half the summer, like like the month. And this cat was fine the whole time. Now, my brother came home. He's like, Tucker, hey, come here. Tucker just looks at him, literally turns his nose up and walks up the stairs. So my brother's like, all right, Tucker's <laughs> mad at me because I've been gone for a month. My brother goes up the stairs to go to his room, unpack, and finds that Tucker has taking a Chris Pratt <laughs> on my brother's pillow. Never no, no, no. has not gone to Call it taking box. a cat. This movie's shit. So taking a Max Dawson. <laughs> but, but the cat literally dumped on my brother's pillow, has never gone out of the litter box just to send a message. You're going to come home now. This is what I'm doing. So that's my, my cat story. I have too many cat stories. We're going to go to an hour. Um, all right. What has Jamie said? Not okay. So to refresh people's memories, because <laughs> we're recording these back to back, but like a week ago, you listened to movie 43. This and, is going to be our uh, first ever two part best of clip. We're gonna I, I, um, I, I don't think it's that funny. I'm not making the best of yet. We'll see how this <laughs> next bit goes. Make it extra funny, Colin. Um, but uh, so we were talking about the Chris Pratt pooping on Anna Farrah segment. And Colin made the reference to that's the only way that Jamie would get close to Chris Pat. You know, she'd let him poop on him. So her. Uh, so I asked, quick question, if the only contact you could have with Chris Pratt, Keanu Reeves and Henry Cavill was to let them poop on you, would you do it? Jamie's responded, not my thing, nope. I draw the line, laughy face emoji. I deal with enough poop having twins who aren't potty trained yet. Uh, I think say, we, and we let alone it. Colin. <laughs> I'm actually going to say we got our answer at the wrong time because we had a brief moment you know, what we were recording, well, we had to take a pause that people may not have even noticed because Jamie said, I just got poop all over the carpet. Well, she was changing a diaper. So did Remy if we had it? asked her this, no, he didn't. Thankfully for once, Casey did smack it across the room though. So <laughs> are you a, um, a, a cat or a dog person, Colin? I'm, I'm more dog. I, I don't, I'm not opposed to cats, but I'm definitely more dog. That's, that's like, I'm hundred percent cat, but like, I hate the, the notion that you have to be one or the other. Like, I'm yeah. uh, if I had forced a gun to my head, always a cat person, but I love dogs still. Like I love yeah. dogs, just like cats more. So like people out there, stop disparaging against one or the other, all right? Like Colin likes dogs, but he can like cats too. I like love cats, but I also love dogs too. So yes. Jesus, control your children. Yeah. <laughs> They're pooping everywhere. You can't control What did Jamie these kids say? Colin logs. deals with his own poo. Oh, good for you. <laughs> I'm a big boy. How can I say? Uh, all right. So first section of this movie, um, they rip up the bed. They eat all the food. They, they ruin some poor human's life. Uh, and the Mad Hatter comes in and saves Victoria from strangling herself. <laughs> I don't know why she's strangling herself. Um, so there's going to be a love story between them, I thought. But no, I didn't realize the main character would have nothing to do in this movie. She's like uh, eyeballing every single cat with a dick in this movie. She's into Jason Derulo. She's into the the main two cats. So I don't even know who the fuck Rebel they Wilson. are. Rebel Wilson. She's into Rebel Wilson. She wants to I fuck bloody Idris Elba. Who doesn't? Um, Judy Dench. <laughs> she's licking a minge. Uh, <laughs> fuck, I don't know. Uh, Idris Elba has exiled all the evil cats to a barge in the middle of the Thames. Um, and everybody's talking Get about joke, old Deuteronomy. Tams, Tams. James uh, Corden has a very funny joke in this movie about it, Colin. Come on. I didn't laugh at anything in this movie, <laughs> intentionally at least. Uh, anyways, and everybody keeps talking about old Deuteronomy, uh, which oh, the amount of hype had better live up to it, uh, but they didn't live up to it. Uh, and uh, Judy Dench walks into the room. This is after all the hype about old Deuteronomy is Judy Dench, which I guess is the first time they made it a female cat. Um, I, I think that kind of <laughs> doesn't make sense, but I, nothing in this movie makes sense. Uh, but the weirdest cat thing in go, this cats Ju- goes woke. I didn't even realize that. <laughs> I can't even remember the musical enough to realize that was usually a male character. There you go. 
But the, the one part that makes sense in this movie is that Judy Dench cat walks in the room and all the cats get tail boners. Suddenly stuck right up in the air. There's Judy Dench. Not There's acting. my cat boner. That's just what yeah. Judy Dench looks like out of movies. Still <laughs> <laughs> the makeup goes can, on to her. <laughs> is there anything you could add or make sense out of what we just uh, watched here? The only, like, the thing I hate about a movie like the, or any movie where you've got certain people in it, which I guess is hypocritical because there are certain actors where I will appreciate it, but they've gone out of their way to add extra bits in it to appease James Corden and Rebel Wilson's comedy. And I use that very loosely with Rebel Wilson because it's funny how you said like the two fat people, like again, I'll always point out Rebel Wilson first appeared on Australian TV and was like, ha I'm fat. 20 years later, she's been telling the same joke every single time and people think she's amazing. She's got one joke. It's like Zoolander. He's got one look. Ferrari, La Tigra, they're the same look, people. Like, that's Rebel Wilson. (laughs) Ha ha, she's fat. Hilarious. Um, Like, but they appease her one fan out there and then they allow, like, James Corden to have a few more. Like, it's like, okay, you've got James Corden. Like, I'm surprised fucking Taylor Swift doesn't come out and get slapped by Kanye West or whatever happened. I don't know. Like, I wish someone would slap her. Um, but could Will Smith go back and slap Taylor Swift? That would be amazing. Yes. <laughs> Fuck, that would be like, you know, you, I, I'm really happy for you, but I'm going to let you finish and then slap. No, I'm not letting this, you finish Taylor Swift. At this point, Casey's beaten them to it. <laughs> Bloody hell. Um, yeah, I, I, I literally have nothing to add. I wasn't joking last week when I said we could do If I was hosting this week, this we'd be done already. How are we 25 <laughs> minutes into this? I'm still trying to figure out the plot. That's how we're 25 yeah, minutes in. you and everybody else has seen Cats since 1981 <laughs> or whatever it's been around for. Andrew Lloyd Webber is trying. He's going, like, I wrote this. What is this thing about? What was I on? He, like, seriously, Andrew Lloyd Webber is like the straight man who just, like, doesn't do drugs. He's British and uptight and, oh, I'm Andrew Lloyd Webber. The one time he took drugs was when he wrote this. <laughs> the one time. He's like, oh, bloody hell, what's this stuff here? I'll snort it. Um, and, like, this, this would be like if you did drugs. for the If you drank alcohol for the first time <laughs> in your life, you're going to fucking come on a podcast and, like, literally, like, probably come on a podcast and, like, you would, like... <laughs> Create brilliance in two people's minds, and people are like what? Are, and people already listen to this show and go, "What am I listening to?" But if you got drunk or took drugs, it would be even more so. Like it's like if Noah came on an episode sober, you yeah. know. I have nothing um, to add. I am watching Judy Dench, Academy Award-winning actress, Dame Judy Dench, dressed as a cat. That sums up this movie. Right there. You, you know what's so weird, too, is that it, I swear half of this movie is this Judy Dench introduction. And it goes for like 16 minutes. But even the 16 minutes, it makes me so sad that even Judy Dench, you know that it's not just Judy Dench. It's her head on a dancing double or whatever. But that dancing <laughs> double barely wants head? to move. Wow. <laughs> yeah. But like even her double, like it's like when you watch Christopher Lee as Count Dooku doing those flips. You know it's not Christopher Lee, right? Oh, Judy Dench's dance double has no enthusiasm. Like this double looks bored <laughs> trying to double Judy Dench. If this was Tom uh, Cruise, uh, <laughs> which again, hi, I'm on Tom Cruise. Hi, I'm Tom Cruise. Okay, actually, I've got Tom Cruise's message for this movie. Hi, I'm Tom Cruise. Don't fucking watch this movie. I'm Tom Cruise, the nicest guy in Hollywood. With warning of. I, another thing I noticed, like we said, James Corden is clearly cursed for movies on this show. What is it with James Corden getting esteemed theatre Hollywood actors to be in, like, he got Patrick Stewart to be a poop and then now he's got Sir Ian McKellen to play a little bitch cat off the side. He's like, fucking hell, The most powerful James man in Hollywood. Just, It's almost just, like he made movie 43. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, if he was in movie 43, it would still be a good movie in my eyes. Like, I mean, just like, for fuck's sake. Um, now we get to... The most famous part of this movie, Memory, the one song oh, that everybody knows. I love uh, this song. I well, I don't like this version because I got to tell you, like I like Jennifer Hudson, but yeah. like it sounds bad. And I, I, I the I'm only way you. I can pinpoint, I, the only way I can pinpoint is like she has gone so dramatic with this. Mm-hmm. It's it's like she does not know what movie she's in, you know. Do you and think- I think that's part of the problem. Like she's she's trying so hard to make this like the greatest song ever, but like you can't unsee the fact that she is a cat and and. It's it's too sappy and it doesn't belong in this movie. 
Well, I mean, I should really ask which Bert because I mean, she sings it like three times, and it's the yeah. same in the play. They sing, although in the in the play, like I swear, there's a shorter version. This one's like two full versions. But I know, <laughs> like, I've never seen Les Mis, but I know that was famous for having the actors like sing on set, right? Like yeah. they didn't dub it over. And I don't know about, that, but like the they the, the long. Same thing here. Well, I was gonna say the long version here. Like she just goes a bit too, yeah. Like like she starts off good. But then it's just like she's just you know when you I I don't really watch American Idol those sort of shows but you know how like you get those some singers who like think it's all about the whole like no like they got that real yeah, exactly. dramatic overemphasizing the, the notes yeah that's what Jennifer Hudson does here and like it's just like oh like how are you butchering memories like I mean <laughs> anybody who hates this thing and most people in life with the brain would hate cats but like you can't fault memories memories is a, and like, when I saw like. Literally, when I saw this twice, like when Delta Gooden sings "Memories," I'm up. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm goosebumps propped up. I'm listening. It's a great song, but yeah, Jennifer Hudson kind of doesn't stick the landing here, and I, I yeah, don't mind her. She's fine. She's she's performing for a theater. Like in in a theater, you have to really project. You know, you have to hit the back of the room, and and it's part of the problem with she's on set. Like, did they tell her? You don't have to pretend you're singing to the people in the parking lot, you know? Uh, you don't have to go. And, and again, her performance is like she's taking this way too seriously. You are a singing, dancing cat. And I know it's a sad <laughs> song, but also she spends this entire movie just looking sad. And I, I realize that well, this that's point, the I'm character. Like, well, I, I wasn't going to say that. I'm like, she just realized what movie she signed on for here. <laughs> like, this is but, real emotion from her. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I would agree with that. But like, I mean, having, yeah, would the Delta Goodrum play this character, you don't know who Delta Goodrum is. Australians would know who that is. But like, her character in the play is sad and depressed as well. Like, that's the. And like, character. why is she sad I'm and depressed? I don't, I still, well, isn't it I just, so, from my recollection or, or what it is, or I'm reading into it, like, I think she went to go be with Idris Elba, but then like, didn't. And then she kind of got shunned because Idris Elba's evil. So I think kind of like. She was in with them, but then like left them, and now they don't like her because she like left them. But then at the end of the movie, they're all like, "Oh, but you've actually had the saddest life of all because you did this." So you're going in the balloon, like I don't. It's cats, it's horrible. Colin, it's cats. Uh, <laughs> uh, we get the theater sequence of this movie is we get introduced to Ian McKellen, the theater cat, uh, and we have an audition sequence that lasts for half of the movie. So this is the first point where I actually thought, okay, there's some type of story here, but I, it's never clearly stated what they're auditioning for. And, and I get at the end of the movie, I get that. I think that they're auditioning to go to cat heaven so they could get resurrected with a new nine lives. That's the only it's thing lost. I can figure it's out. It's a flash sideways. They're waiting for a church. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I, but they're all auditioning for Ian McKellen. Ian McKellen, really has no shame <laughs> and I applaud him for it. Like Judy Dench kind of looks embarrassed to be in this movie. Jennifer kinda. Hudson looks like she's taking it way too seriously. Ian McKellen seems to be having some fun with this movie. So I, 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 I applaud him a little bit. Um, uh, the, the couple of sequ- a couple of songs I thought were pretty decent here. Um, th- there's what Skibble Shanks, the railway cat, I thought was a decent <laughs> song. <laughs> So on drugs, Andrew Lowe. Oh, I know. Skibble Shanks, the railroad character. Brilliant character. Timothy Dalton writing this down. What's a Timothy Dalton in this? Memories all alone in the moonlight. I'm a genical cat. Genical, genical cat. Timothy Dalton, favorite character. Come on, Timothy Dalton being cats. All of the Sean Connery and cats now. Sean Connery. Memory. All alone in the moonlight. Pushy. <laughs> He'd just be walking around the set show covering on, where's all the pussy? Look at all the pussy here. Mmm, pussy. Pussy galore. Literally. Literally pussy everywhere galore. That's a, that's a jellical pussy there. <laughs> Roger Moore walks on. Mm, memories. I'm all alone in the moonlight. Here's <laughs> Roger. Memories. Thought I forgot, yeah. <laughs> Tell you, Greg. Memories. Memories. <laughs> George Lazenby. George- memories. <laughs> <laughs> Pay me $10,000 and I'll tell you about my memories. <laughs> I was going to say Idris Elba, but he's in the movie. <laughs> he's in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Man, 
imagine imagine if this got in the James Bond role. Oh fuck. God, you're Bond. You are definitely Bond. This this guy can do it all. <laughs> he really can. I, I last night I literally just watched that new movie Beast. Uh, the one mm. where he's fighting off lions with his bare hands. Uh, you you will love that movie. There's there's a Jurassic Park connection. But if you really want to prove that the children in Jurassic World are not that bad, watch Beast. Because I, Jamie, Jamie spent the entire movie wanting children to get eaten by a lion. She's nice. Colin, um, she's Canadian. I think people she's polite. Having, having watched Cats, I think anybody out there would want any child to die as long as they didn't have to watch Cats. <laughs> Kill all the children as long as I don't have to watch Cats. Do it. It just helped him make this movie because it gave him a real deep down hatred for felines. So he's like, I'm just going to take on every cat I can. Lion, come here. Boom. Punch in the face. There was literally an uptake in cat murders after this movie. Like People left the cinema. They were walking in the street. They saw a feral cat and just trot on it. They're like, oh, shut up. There's going to be a cat. cat genocide. If this movie had done better at the box office, there's a genocide against cats. There was literally, like, when Steve Irwin died, rest in peace, like, they literally discovered, like, people around Australia were killing stingrays. They just went out and <laughs> killed stingrays. There was a beach somewhere where there was, like, 500 stingrays dead on the beach because people wanted revenge for Steve Irwin dying. There were cats dead on the street <laughs> after this movie. Just, like, they went to, like, the cat home and, like, burnt it down. Die, cats, die! <laughs> uh, die, Blofeld, die. Uh, <laughs> lots of bond here. Um, all right, so now let's get to the Taylor Swift song because... Oh. Don't 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 hate me here. The song is actually good. This is one of the better songs in the movie. But I'm not gonna say she sings it poorly as far as her vocals go. But why does she have this fake accent? Like, not everybody in this movie is putting on a fake accent. I get they the, are the, though, aren't they? Jason Derulo does. Jason Derulo is British. Everyone's British. Like, I don't know but, why. But like, like, it's just it sounds so weird. This bad fake accent she has. It. Uh, I'm, one I'm line. baffled. <laughs> I'm baffled looking at the reviews for this where half of the reviews were saying, well, Taylor Swift is really good. Maybe there is something to what you're saying. But Taylor Swift it's, just gets praised for everything because, like, she's got this terror. It, it's, it's one thing to have a bad fake accent when you're speaking. But a fake accent singing sounds even worse. And this is a terrible British accent. And the song is okay and her vocals are okay. But this this accent ruins it. I would go out on a limb and say that if there are two untouchable people on this planet who never get criticism no matter what, it is Taylor Swift and Beyonce. Like, and I, I don't dislike yeah. Beyonce. Well, Beyonce's I, taking some heat now. I, I does she though? Like, I mean, what, well, what, what? Well, is it that she, 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 you, there's some song from ten years ago that's offending people now. <laughs> oh, but yeah, but then she comes out and apologizes, and everyone forgives her two seconds later. Like, for God's <laughs> sake, like it's just, it's. I swear, like everybody just praises them. Like, like again, Beyonce and Taylor Swift could team up tomorrow, fucking invade the Ukraine, take over from Russia, and I'm like, oh, they invaded so much better than Russia, aren't they good? There's, Queen Beyonce, like, look at her do it. Like, don't get mad at. Beyonce and Taylor Swift being able to get away with whatever terrible stuff they do when you're the man who hired Noel Groves. Okay. You started this trend. (laughs) It's your fault. You set the precedent. Well, well played. But like, I mean, again, I don't dislike Beyonce. Like I dislike Taylor Swift. I just don't think Beyonce is as amazing as people think she is. I think she's great, but she's not on the level of other pop singers that I would gladly put above her. Taylor Swift. Disagree. Taylor Swift is the biggest sellout in music history. (laughs) And is just an absolute, just like, just ugh. like, I again, this pen up my ass with shit on it. Um, <laughs> you know, there's one song of Taylor Swift which I like, and I listen to it. Like, I like this song. Then I realize it was by Taylor Swift. I'm like, fuck, I like, <laughs> can't go back now. Was it this uh, one? <laughs> no, it wasn't. Uh, Bad Blood, all right song. Um, but yeah, anyway. Ugh, ugh. And also, um, when will Taylor Swift realise she's the problem? Stop writing songs about getting broken up with when yeah, you've got exactly. 80 songs about being broken up with. At least Adele. I don't really like Adele, as you know, but I don't all Adele's song about the one guy. So, like, okay. Whereas, like, Taylor Swift, oh, bloody Jake Gyllenhaal broke my heart. And then, oh, this person broke my heart. Well, then stop being a bitch then. You're the problem. She's the female John Mayer. You know, after a while, you got to realize that you're the issue. <laughs> exactly. Like, I get to a point where I've, like, been engaged and married a few times. I get it. I'm not exactly Mr. Great. I understand. I've got a brain. Okay? <laughs> Except I watch Cats and I don't think it's there anymore. <laughs> He's um, making me angry. <laughs> uh, 
So the auditions that are going on are apparently for Judy Dench to pick somebody to go to Cat Heaven to get a new nine lives. <laughs> but Idris Elba just comes in and when they say no, he teleports Judy Dench to his barge in the middle of nowhere to hold her hostage. Apparently not because there's the Mad Hatter magic cat who is supposed to have a love story with the hero cat that's not part of this movie, who I think is supposed to be a fraud, but is able to bring Judy Dench back somehow because she just reappears in the movie. And they never explained, does this magic cat have real magic powers? Is it just Elba's spell not really work? Uh, so Judy Dench comes back. Um, oh, gosh. I mean, Rebel Wilson loses her skin again. She hits herself in the face. Big surprise. Um, Victoria Sexy Cat decides to bring sad Jennifer Hudson back into sing memory for the third time. All the other cats are angry at her. I didn't know why. I thought that she was Judy Dench's lover because the way that they inter interact here, I'm like, it's either her daughter or her lover. So maybe Judy Dench and Idris Elba had Jennifer Hudson as a baby and the parents are fighting. I was legitimately thinking, I'm like, are they fighting over their daughter? But then the way that they embrace when she's like, no, I forgive you. I'm like, okay, so this is her lover, but apparently it's not. But why everybody's so angry at Jennifer Hudson? I don't know other than the fact that She's in this movie and they're stuck there as well. Eagles um, winner Jennifer Hudson now, by the way. Just saying. Congratulations. Not for this movie. Uh, so I'm thinking at this point, Jennifer Hudson is the chosen one. They need somebody to come back with nine lies to defeat Idris Elba. I'm actually thinking this is the storyline of the movie now. I'm so impressed you are putting so somebody. much thought out. You clearly did never see the musical because, again, like <laughs> I'm telling you, if had you seen the musical, you would not be this thought process into the movie Cats. So I'm impressed. And I just don't understand why Judy Dench apparently has no powers other than to simply say she's the one. Why these people who have magic powers are fighting over nine? Just you can teleport people at yourself, but give yourself nine lives. You can teleport yourself and other people. You're clearly the most powerful cat. But Judy Dench decides Jennifer Hudson, who's sad, gets to <laughs> smile one time in this movie because she gets to take the hot air balloon to cat heaven. Uh, <laughs> and then what better way to end this movie? than to have Judy Dench sing a song where she essentially preaches to the audience that they should treat cats better in a movie that makes us all want to take a cat, drown it in the toilet, flush it down the drain. Because <laughs> that's what this movie is. It is something you need to flush down the drain. This movie makes no sense. The songs aren't even that good. The people are an embarrassment to watch. It is the single worst movie we have ever covered. Cats. There we go. Done. Um, just a few things. Why do the cockroaches have human faces? Um, oh, yeah, the, the, there's ants and cockroaches. Yeah, that's just, ugh. They get needlessly <laughs> murdered. Um, and does Tom Hooper Hopper, Hipper Hipper, Happy Hippy Hippy, um, kind of like ER, but, um, just not <laughs> talented. Um, why do the cats at one point be like as big as a car but then the next minute they're as little as a yeah. railway line as a mouse um and like do humans in this world know the cats is this like toy story that like when they walk in the room they just are normal cats and then they like here's a thing i thought somebody this is a sentence i don't think anybody ever thought would be uttered in human history cats and dogs was much more believable and realistic than this movie oh yeah 100 um, you know Jeff Goldblum with little cat. Jeff Goldblum's in the first Cats and Dogs. Have we ever established that? Um, and Roger Moore's in the second one. So why haven't we ever covered Cats and Dogs? Um, yeah, I I like you, Colin. You're a nice guy. Like, you, you, you're probably <laughs> top 27 people I know in my life. <laughs> Had some good times. He knows 28 people. Noah's the only one lower. <laughs> I actually know only, like, three people, so I don't know where you came on that list. But, um... <laughs> We've had some enjoyable times. I've been to your house. We've had some laughs, you know. We've watched some movies. I just don't know if I can ever take you seriously again after we decided to do this movie. Like, it's it's like it's not like the Emoji movie or, or Dirty Dancing where I'd never seen them before. So I went in not knowing, you know, like, Zardoz. I kind of expected to be shit. It was shit. Like, you know, I'd heard about it. But, like, this is like if, if, if I said to you, let's do a... A, a, a food podcast, Colin. Okay, great. We're going to cook our favorite dishes. And I literally said to you, Colin, tomorrow night I am going to roast my own feces on a plate. And you're like, well, Ben, that's going to be disgusting. I'm like, no, but we're going to do it. 
And you're like, but that's going to be shit. Like, yeah, it literally is. But we have to do it for this show. Like, I knew coming into this, I didn't have to see the movie Cats to know this was going to be probably the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. But you still said we should do it. Oh, that would be a laugh. Ha! Like, I just, I, 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 I respect you as a human until now. Like, I don't know what to think, but I, I respect the fact that you try to think about this movie, that you literally went into this. Oh, I think of this as a plot. Like, plot and cats go together like Max Dawson and Good Survivor Player. It just doesn't work in a sentence, okay? I don't know. I'll read my notes for this, okay? Cats, this fucking movie already sucks. (laughs) Remarkably fat, yawn, why am I watching this? And I've underlined it like five times. That's twice as many notes as you gave The Lion King. Maybe there is something. The Lion King, there is something wrong with animals feline animals in movies that just always go wrong. I would rather watch the live action version of the Lion King than this. <laughs> <laughs> the Lion King live action movie is Brian Heideck and this is Max Dawson. <laughs> like that's the gap basically, you know? So um, I don't know what to say to you anymore. Colin. I really don't. <laughs> I, I apologize at the start of this show. Um, I will reiterate myself uh, that, that I apologize. This was my call. But will we ever find something worse than this? I don't know. Um, it's been a lot since we've uttered those words. Like, I mean, I, I, I still stand that Zardoz is worse than this. Um, yeah. But I'd probably still rather watch Zardoz than this because, again, <laughs> you summed it up. Like, Sean Connery's in a wedding dress. Sean Connery <laughs> gets an erection and masturbates. Like, it's, it's, like, it's you know. Um, but... Like, what was before this? I think I said the Emoji movie was in worse than Dirty Dancing. Um, Lion King, I said as well. I mean, we did, obviously, movies that are actually shit month where we knew we were going to bin all of them. But generally with Bad Movie Month, like, I, I bought Movie 43 last week. But, um, yeah, I don't know what to say anymore, Colin. I just don't. <laughs> I don't even know what to say anymore. Uh, let's see what other people said. Uh, critically, this movie did not do well at all. Um, and yet it's not the lowest rated film we've ever had. 19% of Rotten Tomatoes. Do we even, what was Movie 43 last week? Uh, yeah, I, I brought that. I think Movie 43 had like 4%. Yeah, 4% on which. Oh, that's not fair. This, this is 19, 19% of critics out there gave this a positive review. What Cats. did Adventures of Pluto Nash get? Like, what? Like, this movie is not five times better than Movie 43. Oh. Come on. No, I, I'm glad, though, that on IMDb, this has like a 2.8 or something, because that, that will rank it as one of the lowest we've ever seen on here. Uh, but what did some critics say about this? Uh, Simran Hans of The Observer, I love this one, uh, many of its uncanny images are sure to haunt viewers for generations. Uh, and then went on to say, it is a career lo- a clear career low for most of the actors, wondering whether they are aware what they've gotten themselves into. Uh, nothing though can top Andrew Lloyd Webber's own review where he said it was ridiculous. And the problem with the film was that Tom Hooper decided that he didn't want anybody involved in it. Who was involved in the original show. He later revealed in an interview that he wrote to the head of universal and said, you got a car crash on your hands unless you get a grip on this thing a year before they made it. And he never got a reply. <laughs> sorry. That is Andrew Lloyd Webber sobering up, realizing what he's written. <laughs> That's like, like, again, like, I don't, like, if they had of like, what's something that is completely different from the source material? Like, you know, that is just so far removed from a play or a TV the Rise show. Of Skywalker. <laughs> sure. Well, yeah, okay, great example. But, like, the thing that baffles me about hearing him say that is that, like, again, if you've seen the play, this really isn't overly different from the play. It is just yeah. a shit. It's not like it's not like they turn them into dogs or like put this in space or like fucking send it in the future. Like this legitimately is pretty much the play bang on. Like if just I'm talking, CGI. Yeah, like if I'm talking about an adaptation from like an original piece to a movie, this is probably 90% the same thing that I saw on the, in, on the stage. So I, that completely, like, blows my mind that Andrew Lloyd River goes, this is a car crash. <laughs> Mate, you fucking wrote this. This is exactly yeah, the then, same as it was on Broadway. What the fuck? This, this is what I don't understand, because if anything, they ventured or didn't didn't venture far enough away from the source material because when I was watching this, I was thinking, how do you make this work? And it occurred to me, like, you do this as an animated movie. 
it's a, it's a winner, you know, I and, and it's, it's funny winner. because it started, it started as that they, they tried to make this as an animated movie and eventually said, no, we're going to do it live action. Making it live action is a problem. Making it the exact same thing as the musical without adding a couple of dialogue scenes here or there, without tying together a little bit of a story, dramatizing a bit, and making it just look like human faces on cats. Like, you don't have to do a movie where you have people in cat suits and then make a, in the musical play, and then make a movie with people in cat suits. You just did the exact same thing. There's no point to this being a movie. I, I hate what we, Jamie and I watched West Side Story, you know, and West Side Story, the movie, it found a way to do everything exactly the same, but you're seeing it shot in a real environment. This is a soundstage, not even a good looking soundstage. Yeah. You literally have just could have I, dropped them on a stage and filmed it. I saw, I think it was the honest trailer pointed that out where it's kind of like, like this is meant to be a movie, but the director is basically like, this is still a stage. Like, it's like, what the yeah. hell? Um, And the thing is like, the makeup in the stage, I, I'll, I'll praise the makeup in the stage performance. Cause like, it's kind of like, they do a very good job with all the practical effects in the stage performance. But like, why not? Why do you have to CGI these people up in the cat suits? Like, just do what they do on the stage. They look yeah. okay. Like, that's the thing. Uh, and like, there's bits in the play where you don't even realize. Like, I think it's like in the in the interval and like beforehand, the actors in the play literally are like hiding under seats in the theater <laughs> and are like, in the, and you don't actually even realize because then all of a sudden they'll like jump up from beneath you and they'll fucking be like being a cat up against you and stuff like that. So like, they play with the audience and stuff like that. So, um. Yeah, Andrew Lloyd Webber, like Jesus Christ, what the what the fuck, man? You did fan of the opera, like I respect you for that, but like just I respect him for Thomas the Train on roller skates. I don't respect this. <laughs> did he do? Did he? He didn't do Lay Me. No, uh, did you, Jesus Christ Superstar didn't he as well? Right? Yeah, like, Jesus Christ Superstar love, right? was one of his own, and Joseph in the Technicolor Dreamcoat. Yeah, yeah. Did um, he do? A, I, no, he didn't do a Vita. No, he did do a Vita. Yeah, he did do a Vita. Okay, right. Yeah. Has, has um, he done anything like? since all these classics or like did he just well he made a sequel to the fan of the opera which is yeah. very underrated um i don't know if anybody had to it, it was canceled like on broadway and even in london yeah. very quickly but they filmed it kind of not as a movie but as a movie production and i watched well it was pretty good. phantom is um still on broadway it's the longest and yeah. it's you know and i like i that was the first one i saw way back in 2010 on broadway and when i was there i was going to see it again because you can often get cheap tickets for it but i didn't get around to it but it's it's brilliant like it's yeah, mm-hmm. but um, can I just the user reviews? <laughs> 10-star review. Crazy Chicken oh, Man. The most well-thought-out <laughs> horror movie ever. You'll never, ever look at your cat the same again. Um, I, I, I have these up in here. Um, I, I love this one. Changed my life. I got to get real with you. Before this movie, <laughs> I'm functioning depression. <laughs> I tried all the methods of beating it. I took meds. I snorted curry, but nothing would stop it. <laughs> then the trailer dropped. It was like the clouds parted. <laughs> <laughs> There's, none of the 10-star reviews are taking it seriously. Like, we will find the worst movies, and 10-star reviews will be a person legitimately saying they love it. Uh, scary. This is one of the most well thought out horror movies. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> better than the stage musical. I don't even want to read that one. <laughs> There's a real one here. My mum raised me on Andrew Lloyd Webber, Roger and Hampson. When we went and saw my aunt, enjoyed it immensely. Blah, blah, blah. The, the, one of the, if you've never seen the, um, I think it was the last Ricky Gervais Golden Globes he did where he poked a lot of fun at this. And he oh, was yeah. like, <laughs> last year we saw James Corden be a fat pussy. He was also in the movie Cats. Um, <laughs> and then he like talks about Judy Dench licking her own minge. Um, <laughs> funny, yes. Uh, yeah, box office. Uh, first, let's do the plot keywords here. Oh, I'm sure we're going to have something good in here. Uh, worst picture, Razzie. When are we already doing that? <laughs> cat month, yes. What else? We have probably covered everything cat month. This could be the first time we've checked a box. No, we Un- can't. Uncharted. Why, why is yeah. Uncharted number one? How Light is Cats not two? in the top 10 on Cats Month? I'm sorry, but like, come Everything, on. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Not Cat, not Cat Woman, not Cat in the Hat, <laughs> not the Lion King, nothing. Um, uh, based on a stage musical month, no. Um, ensemble cast, Cockroach Month, uh, Surrealism <laughs> Month, Coming of Age <laughs> Month. This is a Coming of Age story? <laughs> Did you say Where I was- this the list of Coming of Age stories? Prey is number one. This has really gotten skewed here. Uh, and I don't even see cats on this list. So how is cats on coming of age month? 
can I just quickly backtrack here to steal your thunder? I didn't mention it last week because we ran out of time, but um, the the Razzies. I mean, a lot of these movies that we do obviously oh, yeah. win a lot of Razzies. So just quickly on movie forty three, um, that was nominated for five Razzies. It won three of them for worst picture, worst director, ten of the thirteen directors, worst screenplay. Uh, it lost worst screen combo. Um, to, uh, was that one like anybody in the movie? One of those? Yeah. So it lost to Jaden and Will Smith on After Earth. Um, and the other one it lost, uh, worst actress. Uh, Halle Berry was nominated for this and The Call, and Naomi Watts was nominated for this and <laughs> Diana. Uh, and both lost to Tyler Perry in a Medea <laughs> Christmas as Medea. And then, but uh, for Cats. This was nominated for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven Razzies, and it won one, two, three, four, five, six of them. No, hang on, it must have no, yeah, it won six, five, no, five. I so can't. it won for worst screen combo for Jason Derulo and the CGI bulge. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is, uh, and it, it was that no, that was a nomination. So it won for any two half feline, half human hairballs for worst screen combo. Uh, one for worst screenplay, one worst supporting actress for Rebel Wilson, who beat Judy Dench, one best supporting or worst supporting actor for James Corden, uh, was nominated for best worst actress for sexy cat Victoria, and one worst director and worst picture. Um, yeah, deserving, but it was all nominated for a Golden Globe for best original song for a beautiful ghost, which I think is the from mem- memory is the End song credits. that. It's your, your no. I thought it was a, the your girlfriend sings it in between. Like one of the times when memories is sung, she sings a song. When that happened, I'm like, I don't remember this from the musical. So I think oh, that and was Taylor the Swift song. co-wrote it, but isn't even performing her own song. Just uh, well, it was like the Lion King. How Beyonce had to have a song to try and get an Oscar nomination, right? Like yeah, know, whatever. Um, there's one plot keyword here, which is unintentionally funny month, and we have covered <laughs> many of these movies already. Because it is Batman, Robin, The Room, Cats, and Masters of the Universe. So maybe we have to add Masters of the Universe just so we could check off all unintentionally funny month movies. Is Cats um, an independent film? Because according to plot keywords, independent film. It couldn't be because this is, uh, it was a major studio, wasn't it? Universal or something? Yeah, So Bad It's Good. Who wrote that one? What is in So Bad It's Good <laughs> Month? Batman, Robin, The Room, Cats, and Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, this is this is that famous independent film that cost $100 million from Universal Studios. Uh, it made $75 million, though. Like, obviously, this must be all overseas because the famous story about this movie is that it was released the same weekend as The Rise of Skywalker because that's something that started all the way back, what was it, during The Phantom Menace or, or um, Attack of the Clones, I think, about a boy was that we're going to have the counter-programming to a Star Wars movie. And they released Cats thinking, well, we'll capture an audience. And it didn't work. That was what kind of was famous for is that it flopped. In fact, opening weekend, uh, December 20th, uh, Rise of Skywalker was number one, $177 million. Jumanji, the next level, 26 million. Frozen 2, 12 million. And then Cats opened number four, 6.6 million. How did this go on to make $75 million on a $6 million opening? It has to all be overseas. Yeah. Uh, Domestic, 27 million, 46 million international. So it almost made its budget back. That is wrong. I'm offended that this almost made its budget back. Yeah. I mean, what was that rant I went on about? you know, kids in Africa dying and yet people went and saw the, the emoji movie or whatever it was. Um, what did you say? How much did this make? 75 million worldwide. Okay. So I just want to point this out. The um, GDP of uh, Ghana, <laughs> 73,000, oh, 73 billion. Okay. That's, I was going to say 73 million is a pretty small GDP, Ben. Um, the, the GDP of Tuvalu is $66 million, a tiny little (sighs) island nation in Oceania. $66 million, the entire GDP of that country. $134 million is the GDP of Nauru. All right? So, like, people out there who spent $75 million propping this up, take it all. Like I want want Tom Hooper, Universal, I want you to just admit this was an absolute pile of dog shit or cat shit (laughs) and donate the $75 million to Tuvalu. Right, that would give them a GDP of roughly about the same as Nauru, and would still be the lowest GDP on the planet. So, think of the people of Tuvalu. 
when you watch this just movie? Think, won't you please think of the people of Tuvalu? We have a minute, 45 seconds. Um, I'm bidding it, and this is the worst movie we have ever covered. So, obviously, last place for this month. I, I think this is a new category. I think this is just cats. You've got <laughs> buy it, rent it, bin it, and cats. cats. Um, I think we've had that before with other categories, but um, I think even Casper would be like, this is not a winner. But, um, yeah, last place. <laughs> month it wins it unless glitter is just like the worst thing i've ever seen in my life um which again mariah carey indifferent on but um well, what's next week because i are I, I always forget one of our movies love guru. So love guru, i'm right? hosting okay, love, so guru. love guru you're doing glitter so i it's like not as bad love as guru i i it's like not- it and colin <laughs> colin will be the happiest man in the world next week because he gets to see the toronto maple leafs win a stanley cup yay toronto maple leafs yeah, you better be wearing uh, a jersey next week and a shirt. Come oh, on. I, I 100% will. And, and I will be the happiest person in the world next week because I won't be talking about cats anymore. Um, <laughs> listen to all of our other episodes. We're going to wrap up Bad Movie Month with Love Guru and then the Glitter, the Mariah Carey one, which Ben predicts will be our number one movie of the month. <laughs> well, we'll see if that holds up. For you. For um, you. Not for, for me, me. For me. For you. Uh, we should really limit ourselves to one musical next year. <laughs> I don't know if I have it in me now for Glitter. Uh, my name is Colin, and this movie stole all nine of my lives. And my name is Ben, and... Thanks for downloading this episode of the Oz Network. Make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing to the podcast via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or by copying our RSS feed into your preferred podcast provider. And while you're there, please drop us a rating and leave us some feedback. You can also be sure to stay up to date with all the latest episodes and happenings from the show, as well as finding out how you can get involved in upcoming episodes by following our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as getting everything you need under one roof at theoznetwork.net. Thanks again for listening, and we'll speak to you next time. like exclusive stuff? Yes, sir. Do you like having access to your favourite podcast hosts in a way like never before? Yeah, absolutely. Do you wish you had access to our old Survivor Oz episodes that you can't find anywhere else online? Oh, yeah. If you answered yes to one, two or all of those questions, then get excited because the Oz Network is now on Patreon. That's right, your favourite podcast has jumped on the Patreon bandwagon to enable a better listening experience for you, our listener. For more details, simply head to www.patreon.com forward slash oznetwork where you can sign up for as little as $3 a month. It'll be the best decision you make since that last bad one you made. (laughs)